Welcome to She Should Know podcast with your hosts, Dr. Sara Hamida and Alima Sara Ahmed. You're sitting with a Muslim female physician and a Muslim female scholar, the co-directors of Empower Health, where we dive deep into all things related to women's wellness, mind, body, and soul from our experiences and expertise. Let's get into it, y'all. These episodes are made possible through your donations. If you like the work we do, please become a sustainer at empowerhealth.org to magnify this work, educating, enabling, and empowering our community. That's E-M-P-O-W-H-E-R-Health.org. Bismillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah. As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullah. Sara Hamida, how are you doing? Wa alaykum salam wa rahmatullah. My friend Sara Ahmed, I'm doing very well. MashaAllah. What do we got going on here? Because we're... Uh... We're starting a podcast. Yes, ma'am, we are. Alhamdulillah. What, what's, where's, where's this coming from? This is, you know, I got to say, this is kind of an organic experience. But um, alhamdulillah, we've been, um, I think it, it's it's true to form. It has kind of come up from the grassroots of our, of our community yes. here in the DFW area. Yeah. And I think on the backs of like the work that, <clears throat> the work that you and I have, have done through, uh, through Empower. So. Yeah. Do you want to like take a yeah. take a minute and explain yeah. maybe what what empower is for folks who are brand new? Yes, absolutely. So for folks who are tuning in for the first time, um, we're so glad to have you here. Um, we've been working for the last year and a half now, alhamdulillah, um, on a project called Empower. Um, this has been formed to help uh, Muslim women uh, grow and become truly empowered through uh, knowledge and proper resources in their faith, be it spiritual, be it physical. So we have on the mic and we're going to introduce ourselves and and talk about ourselves in a minute a little bit more, but nurturing the spiritual, the physical, the mental um, well-being of Muslim women um, through the resources and expertise of a Muslim female physician and a Muslim female scholar. Yeah, alhamdulillah. I think when I came to the DFW area in 2021, I jumped right into the, you know, community setting and um, was very uh, excited to kind of give back and notice that there were a lot of women who were approaching me asking for women's health care questions, um, consults, just kind of on the low. Um, and alhamdulillah, you know, after a couple conversations with some of our community leaders, um, we realized that this was a big community need. Absolutely. Big community need. <clears throat> And um, definitely need to give credit where credit is due, but the um, the pairing of um, myself with with your expertise as a female Islamic scholar um, was just so spot on. Alhamdulillah. Honestly, the biggest blessing because, and uh, I guess I'll talk about myself a little bit and kind of where I started and how we ended up here and just what a blessing it's been. So um, I graduated uh uh, from a higher Islamic uh, school for higher Islamic sciences in uh, Buffalo, New York, uh, in 2011. Um, uh, the training uh, I've been doing, I've been, uh, I graduated and I've been in the field for over 10 years now. I'm not sure. Working um, with different groups of Muslims uh, all around the spectrum, be it teaching, you know, children classes for Quran in the masjid, um, to youth, be it Sunday school programming, um, you know. Uh, just youth programming, um, but I've always gravitated towards uh, women, 
right? Young girls, um, you know, who are entering womanhood and just uh, just that that area in particular, because there's just this, I was just pulled towards helping women. SubhanAllah, there's just something very powerful about nurturing the uh, women in our society. And so moving forward, you know, um, just through life, uh, when this opportunity came up, I realized, SubhanAllah, like, you think about the potential of something, but then you enter it and you start working, you know, we start working alongside and start doing a couple of sessions with women. And it just like, it just takes what you thought it was going to be. And it just like magnified it. And then mushroom clouds. Yes, absolutely. Like the power of empowering Muslim women. Yes. In aspects of not only their deen, but you know, what's happening to them physically and yeah. mentally emotionally all of those things are tied all of them are connected we're so sophisticated as human beings we're so complex as human beings and then also like women specifically we go through things that you know nobody else goes through men don't go through you know just even when we're younger we don't go but when we reach this certain age as as women we go through very complex things that they're not singular issues they're not just uh, you know, for example, uh, we, we talked about menstruation. Okay, that's going to be a physical uh, issue, right? There's going to be things that we want to learn about for our health. But then it also affects our spiritual. It affects, um, you know, okay, I'm not praying during this time or I'm not doing X, Y, and Z. I'm, made to, I'm, I'm feeling a certain kind of way. My culture has been telling me a certain thing. Um, I'm, I'm made to feel a certain kind of way. So, so many things tie into women's issues and they're not singular and they shouldn't be addressed singular. Right. So the power of having a dynamic where all those aspects are being addressed finally. A holistic approach to women's health. Yeah. Because health is not just the physical health is also the mental health is also the spiritual. Right. Just all around. Yeah. So in these sessions, um, these are our 90 minute workshops that are um, local to the DFW area. We yeah. We take a particular topic and we really try to unpack it and we try to unpack it from the mental, sorry, from the uh, from the health perspective. Um, and that can involve quite a bit of teaching on my end, um, just from the medical perspective. And then also um, tying it into how does it work in the context of your life as a Muslim? Yes. And how does that impact, you know, are there Islamic rulings that, ha- that people have to be aware of? What are some common issues that women may need to know about or have permissions for so uh, and then not to mention on top of that just dispelling cultural issues yeah and then just creating bonding because as you're mentioning you know there's something very powerful about enabling women and doing so in a group setting because we under we start to realize that our experiences are not individual um they are frequently shared or there's wisdom that can be shared across generations we've had we've had amazing moments in the room where older women are sharing their experiences and their wisdom with younger women in the room, powerful moments. And I think because of this, there was a real interest in accessing this these workshops outside of the DFW area, yes. right? So, so that's where this came from. Exactly. Uh, we decided, you know, we need to hop on the mic. We weren't recording those sessions and posting those sessions um, in person or live streaming them due to, you know, this the sensitive nature of the topics and also just preserving the you know privacy of these women so that right because these spaces we are very vulnerable we're, we're opening up you know there's so much being discussed and so we want to preserve that we want to be respectful of that um, but also we you know we 
realized very quickly that there is also a need in the larger community to have ask, you know um, access to this to this uh, knowledge. So I think that these podcast sessions are also actually going to provide something that even in person sessions will not because they're actually after the fact. Yeah. So we're able to actually take a topic that we were preparing on, prepared notes on, then go to these you know, women, subhanAllah, and talk about it, then pick up their experience. What happened in that room, which is so powerful, so profound that even we may not have been prepared, subhanAllah, for just the impact. And then be able to talk about that on the mic, right? And then not only that, but be able to add in our own experiences. You know, we can discuss that um, outside because again, like you were saying, there's, it's very teaching heavy when we are in those moments, we're trying to focus on a lot of content, right? Um, but on a, on a, on a, on the mic like this, we're, we're going to be able to dive in a little bit deeper right. for, from our, yeah. from our own perspective. Yeah. Unpack things just, um, in, in a way that is, um, useful. And especially after the fact, as you mentioned, it's going to be super important for us to be able to, um, to, to bring forward, you know, the ideas that maybe we have to kind of, um, shave off in the room. In the room, you know, a lot of times we have to kind of stick to whatever we're on a tight, type uh, time budget. Um, But here, I think this is an opportunity for us to really engage in a little bit more community conversation and also um, to additionally answer questions, you know, from listeners who may be able to um, interface either with our Instagram account or our our email. Absolutely. And I think that it's important to kind of make the differentiation like what's what's happening here that's very special on the mic is that we are not just coming from a place of opinion we are coming from our experiences are coming from our uh fields of expertise um it's not just uh what we think but rather it's grounded in fact yes you know um anything that i will say is preserved in uh the islamic tradition you know is preserved in the the words of the prophet the words of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the hadith um, the sunnah, uh, the the Quran, the seer, etc. Um, so it's not just coming from you know off of a whim, right? Yes. Um, I think that that's one of the most important things that we learn as we are uh, becoming scholars, right? Yes. Is that we don't base things off of qiyas. Qiyas means our own logic and understanding. Um, it's always grounded in fact. It's always grounded in something that is from the tradition, from the sunnah, right? Um, so we don't just make up our own, well, I feel like this is going to be this and this would probably mean no. And the same thing for, I would assume, for for your field, right? You don't just come up a whim and assume that, okay, well, I think that this is always something deeper there. Oh, yeah. I mean, one of my favorite things is like hearing when people have Googled a situation. Right. Or, you know, and not not to anybody's discredit, but a lot of times, you know, they may have access to another physician or another um, type of health provider that may just not be as steeped in the particular, in the evidence or the research or have as much clinical experience as I have. Um, And um, not to say that I'm, you know, we definitely reach out to other additional community experts to come in to help us with specific topics where, you know, I may be lacking. But I would say that, you know, having practiced family medicine for um, 10 years now, it's... um, it's 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 something I feel very confident in, very comfortable Absolutely. in. Yes, and alhamdulillah. I, I would say the same here. I mean, it's been in over a decade, alhamdulillah, of working in this field, and it's, there's nothing, there's no teacher-like experience. You Absolutely, know, adds so much weight to the way that we are able to approach topics um, with uh, women, people in general, of course. Um, and I think that that just makes it a richer, you know, experience when we when we're able to discuss things because they are grounded in not only experience but you know back. 
yeah, backed with facts. And, you know, we come to the table with credentials. So, like, Absolutely. for myself, I was able to um, train at a top five residency um, in family medicine. And during that training, I um, had a very strong interest in women's health. And so I focused a lot on that arena, um, you know, did uh, labor and delivery for six years of that time, had a good amount of experience there. When I started uh, onboarding more of the policy work and policy training that I have in my in my background, I, I let the L&D go, the labor and delivery go, just because I, I needed sleep. You know, there's only so many hours to the day. Um, but alhamdulillah, I've, 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 always, I've always leaned into um, enabling and, and just educating my female patients and making sure that they are, uh, they are the drivers in their own health. Um, it is something very powerful about giving people the tools to then have their agency when it comes to their own bodies and health and well-being. And the same has got to be true about their spiritual practices and giving women the tools to be able to drive their own spiritual car. He, um, and I'll forget, we first, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he tells us in the Quran that the primary purpose for which I have created you is for worship. So the first role we actually play as human beings is not somebody's this or somebody's that, right? A wife, a mother, uh, a daughter. It's actually first uh, a bad, right? Amatullah, the, the, the uh, servant of God. Yeah. So that's our primary role, unattached from everything else. And so sometimes we get very caught up in everything else and all the other roles we play in, in life. And this ends up um, lacking when this is actually our primary. And what we what we find is when we're able to actually go back to what Allah SWT is saying and telling us and the rulings that come down and they bring us back to that, it is actually the most fulfilling in everything else that's going on in our life. All those other roles are nurtured. Because when that spirituality is fulfilled, when it's brought back to what it's supposed to look like, it actually nurtures everything else you're doing in your life. It, it brings more blessing to it. It brings more intention to it. We live more intentionally. We are taking care of that. And through that, we actually are taking care of ourselves. Our soul is nurtured. And that is going to affect so many other parts of our life. So a lot of what we end up doing <clears throat> is um, we teach, but it's also unteaching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, because unfortunately... Our cultures, society around us, um, and this is very true for medicine as well, um, we're told certain things that are just not true. Or we've been brought up with knowledge that actually is not accurate or actually is... Um, or information based. is withheld. Or information is withheld and we're given, um, you know, in uh, incomplete knowledge. Correct, yes. And so all of that, unfortunately, clouds or skews our path. Um, and, and it's unfortunate when that happens because it, it affects it affects us as as a whole, as as and 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 something you were saying very powerful about when women do have that right, the tools and the equipment, and and when they're able to take care of themselves, women make up the bulk of society. So when women are nurtured and empowered and taken care of, it actually is nurturing society. Yeah. And you were you were saying a beautiful example that we had in one of our sessions of the the older woman who was you know able to give her experience and talk to the younger. Um, that is how it's supposed to be. Man. Imagine if women were able to do that for women more often. You know, and that I think in, in more pristine cultures, in like in, in areas where we haven't had like the colonial deconstruction right. of indigenous wisdom sharing, 
there is a centered, um, you'll find many traditions where older generations of women are imparting their knowledge on younger generations of women. And not to say that the same um, problems related to misinformation, inherited problems, cultural baggage, um, poor information, lack of it, being in a black box, that also happens to young men. But the impact is different when that happens to young women because that is that that's your your that's your your nodal point of future generations right so what happens to your young women impacts the future children and the context of that home and as you mentioned you know the greater of society and so that's that's one of the reasons why it's so powerful to correct this issue um for women so in the room when we talk about this you said something which is we're not all that different so understanding you know we're all actually sharing these experiences so number one, the feeling of not, you're not alone, right? You know, women, we go through a lot of the same things. And I think the effect of that also is empathy, building empathy for each other. We have to be there, you know, women supporting women. There's like, that's just, it's what can be, what means that if that is done, subhanAllah, we've solved a large bulk of the problems because sometimes the worst is when, you know, women can't, you know, empathize or even, you know, like when we don't have that empathy, we're led to judging each other, right. putting each other down. SubhanAllah, it's already hard enough. You know, yeah. Dealing with a lot of these issues, um, it's 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 hard. So the least we can do, SubhanAllah, is when we hear each other out, when we share share these spaces, we're building empathy for each other. The Prophet was a being who exuded empathy. We know this of his character. And that can only happen through a discussion, through bonding with each other. Yep. Um, and that is one of the most powerful things we bring to the room. Hopefully on the podcast, inshallah, there will be enlightenment on those things as well. Um, the name of the podcast is She Should Know. For the reason of hopefully our listeners um, will pick up on things that maybe they didn't have knowledge of. Or maybe they were wondering about, but it was incomplete. Or maybe they had learned something um, a certain kind of way and have found new knowledge in a certain subject and that either sparks a curiosity or a conversation with their other fellow women in their life and that is where it starts it starts with those conversations it starts with that and the hope is that that uh, turns you toward seeking out the right resources which we will try our best to provide as many times as we can on the mic of course um, guiding you towards good resources or the direction in which you should be going into to uh, complete that absolutely seek out the right help and i would say for any listeners for future topics um if they don't feel like they've got all the answers that they're looking for they can always come back to our website um where they're going to find pdfs of um of compiled notes um from complete sessions that may they may have missed so um we'll make sure that you guys have access to that as well so look forward to, uh, you know, hearing from you guys and your feedback is always, you know, very important. We're very excited for these sessions and uh, being able to bring this to you guys. I know this is a long time in the making, alhamdulillah. Um, so we're very excited for alhamdulillah. that this takes us on. And thank you guys for the opportunity. Absolutely. All right. With that, I'm going to say salam alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah. See you guys next time. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like to support the She Should Know podcast and the work we do at Empower Health, hit that subscribe button and share this episode with someone else that should know. To catch the latest from us, you can follow us on Instagram at empower underscore health 
That's E-M-P-O-W-H-E-R underscore health. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.